I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Episode number 31, we have got a lot to talk about this week, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. The PJ Championship, the NFL, a lot of news there, uh, the NBA playoffs, obviously, uh, so it's sure to be a great episode. Uh, but to get us started, we're going to start with our other sports segment, and uh, we have got the Braves, who had a nice week. Uh, they're now 23 and 24, just barely below uh, 500, including a 20 to 1 domination of the Pirates. I think they had like five or six home runs uh, in that game. Uh, so they're working with their way back up the power rankings and uh, looking a lot better to get that playoff spot. But, uh, Sam, what happened to, with the uh, PGA Championship? So at the PGA Championship in uh, South Carolina, we had Phil Mickelson win it uh, by two strokes over Louis Oosthuizen and Brooks Kepka. So, Dean, what did you think about this, uh, this weekend's PGA Championship? Uh, it was revolutionary. Um, you know, he's the oldest to ever win a, a major, uh, 50 years old. I never thought this would be possible on such a tough course like this one. You know, he defied the odds, you know, all his workout regimen. And I think it really goes to show how far athletes have come, like guys like Tom Brady, who are dominating longer and longer. But obviously it's really cool to see, you know, knowing he's one of the most popular golfers. You know, I bet if you ask most people, they're not golf fans. The first two people they're going to say is Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. So great to see him win. You know, a crazy scene at the end. Uh, maybe not very the uh, most, uh, you know, COVID-safe sort of scene there at the end. But, you know, great moment. Uh, Brooks Kepka, by the way, he was in his group with Phil, and he got a little trampled in the crowd. That's all part of it. Uh, Phil, you know, such a great guy and uh, a little bit unbelievable. But, uh, Sam, did you watch any of that? I did. I watched uh, the very end on Sunday. It was pretty yeah. intriguing. It was definitely, you know, one of the most exciting golf tournaments, you know, probably since uh, Tiger won the Masters a couple years ago. But, you know, a great win. And, you know, the U.S. Open is going to be in his hometown next month. So maybe he can, you know, do it again and win another major. But, uh, Sam, any final thoughts on this uh, other sports segment? Nope. All right, that is going to do it um, for our other sports segment. And coming up next, we're going to have a mix of Mixed Bag and the NFL. We'll be right back. Right, welcome back to Carter and Lowry in our pseudo Mixed Bag segment today. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of changes that happened in the NFL in this past week, in the past month. Um, you know, a lot to discuss. The first thing I want to ask you about, Sam, is the 17 games. Uh, you know, the league had been in. You know, at a 16-game format for the regular season for, it feels like forever, long before I was born, um, you know. But they added another game in an attempt to, I guess, make more money, give more marketing. Now it's going to be 18 weeks of the season. You know, there's still going to be the buy. Um, do you like it or hate it? Um, it it doesn't really bother me one way or the other. Um, I feel like it does put some of the older athletes more at risk uh, just because of injuries. Um, but I think overall it's fine. So I'm. I think I'm. It's. A, I think it's a positive. So do you think that at all it would you know affect you know like single season passing records and rushing records? Is that something that you're worried about, or you just say 
you know, records are meant to be broken. Let's, you know, throw those out the window. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But like you just said, records are meant to be broken. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that you just kind of have to go with the, uh, you kind of have to go with the rules. Um, but so I, I think it's a positive general. All right. Um, you know, I, I like it, but at the same time, I'm a, I like things to stay the same. It's going to be a little bit weird, you know, to always, you know, have that 16 game, you know, think about records, you know, but, um, you know, it's more football. It, it can't hurt. So, yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, but moving on, we have the most intriguing story of the week. Tim Tebow signed a one-year uh, contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sam, you probably watched Trevor Lawrence play more football than anyone else I know. Uh, how do you think Tebow would fit in, you know, as a target uh, for Trevor Lawrence and that Jacksonville offense. Um, well, it certainly won't hurt it, but uh, Trevor Lawrence is like a big play guy. He's one that'll that'll get you down the field in seconds. Um, so tight ends weren't really a huge part of Clemson's offense last year. Um, that could just be because there weren't many. Um, but we'll we'll see uh, what kind of impact. Tim Tebow can make. Do you think that, uh, I know you're not a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, if you were the general manager of the Jaguars, would you have made this signing? Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of bizarre, I think, is the best word for it because he's a quarterback. Um, but that certainly adds some kind of, uh, some more brains to the, um, offense so I think it I think in the end it's a positive for the Jaguars yeah I definitely think it'll bring some publicity but I really don't see this ending up uh, mediocre I think he's either going to be a great player there's going to be a complete flop but he's definitely very smart like you mentioned and that could add you know a little bit of a calming presence for Trevor Lawrence you know in his rookie season but uh, we'll see how all that pans out uh, in the coming season Another big change, uh, you know, cornerbacks and wide receivers are now allowed to wear single-digit numbers, you know, uh, as well as running backs. You know, uh, Chris McCaffrey talked about going back to his number five. Sam, love it or hate it? Um, I love it. Uh, like I've said a few times, Travis Etienne is my favorite player, so maybe he'll be able to wear number nine um, for the Jaguars. So I love it. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit weird to see that first season when, you know, I'm used to looking at certain numbers and saying, oh, that's a wide receiver, that's a running back. Um, you know, it's going to take some getting used to, but I don't think it's terrible. Um, you know, it can't really hurt. It could definitely, you know, boost jersey sales, you know, if you know guys just decide to switch, you want to get that new jersey. So maybe it's just a quick money kind of tactic, but, I mean, I don't think it could really hurt at this point. And, uh, you know, they're they're pushing forward, like, with the 17 games. Um, so they're, they're really changing things up. But our last thing, Sam, I want you to give me right now, if you could predict your Super Bowl favorite, uh, who is it going to be? Let's see. That's tough. Um, just off the top of my head, I'm going to go Bucks versus... Um, it's tough. You know, I'd have to think about it more because I can't. Well, I can. 
Yeah, I can get you started. I definitely think the Bucks uh, will win the Super Bowl. I've, I'm tired of going against Tom Brady. You know, I think that no matter really who meets him there, whether it is the Chiefs or you know a team like the Titans or the Ravens. Actually, yeah, I'll go Chiefs. I mean, excuse me, Buccaneers versus Ravens. That is my Super Bowl prediction. I have the Buccaneers winning that game. Sam, who do you have coming out of the AFC this year? Hmm. Ah. Uh. Uh, I can't say Ravens because that's who you said. Um, the Chiefs is always a good pick. I mean, yeah, that's not what I want to happen. But I guess I'll go with the Chiefs because that's one of the more likely options. All right. Well, a lot to look forward to. Um, Sam, thanks for the insight. And uh, you know, I think that this NFL season, you know, things are changing in the NFL and. We'll see if it's a, a you know all for good. Obviously, the Super Bowl needs to bounce back big. People weren't able to go to parties last year, so I get that's part of it. But um, this is a turning point uh, definitely for the National Football League, and we'll see how it all plays out uh, next season. So, Sam, any final thoughts before we close out the segment? Nope. All right, and we'll be right back um, with a little breakdown of uh, the NBA playoffs over the past few days. NBA, excuse me, NBA playoff, you know, our coverage here, you know, and I tell you, these first three days were unbelievable. Um, we only had one, one bad game. Um, you know, we had a lot of thrillers, some mediocre games, some good games. Uh, so a lot to talk about. Let's get it started. Kind of start in the order, go rapid fire down the line. Heat Bucks, Chris Middleton, Middleton with the game winner in game one. And then on Monday, you got you know, the Bucks absolutely destroying the Heat, uh, 138 Sam, we both picked the Heat. Not looking good right now. Uh, their defense is struggling. Giannis is dominating. Did you see this happening at all? Um, I didn't because they locked him down so well last year. But, you know, anything can happen in the playoffs. So, you know. Yeah, um, Giannis has definitely come out to perform this playoffs uh, and going – you know, the rest down the line, we got the Mavericks playing the Clippers on Saturday. They win 113-103. They steal a home court advantage. They will play uh, tonight at 1030. That game is on NBA TV. Um, is it, obviously, you know, the Clippers are the whole story. They tanked to get on the opposite side of the bracket of the Lakers, and now they have a chance to go down 0-2, losing both games at home, and I, uh, basketball reference provided this for me. Teams are three and twenty-one when they lose the first two games uh, at home in a series, so that's not good at all for them. If they go down 0-2, uh, you got Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Paul George, terrible playoff. P came back. Um, Sam, how much trouble do you think the Clippers are in if they lose this game tonight? Um, well, statistics are usually true, um, so. I think that they're in a lot of hot water if they can't pull off a victory tonight. Uh, that's for sure. You know, Christos Porzingis has kind of been lacking, especially in that first game. He's been injured a lot this season. But Luka Doncic, you know, with a triple-double, 
he's a playoff player, like Sam likes to say. Um, so, you know, a lot to look forward to tonight. Um, in the Celtics versus uh, the Nets game, you know, a 104-93 victory for the uh, Nets. I mean, this was pure – it wasn't luck by the Celtics that they played well, but in the first half, the Celtics held the Nets to 48 points with that big three. You know, that's unbelievable defense. The Nets missed a lot of shots. And the Nets come out and play average, and then they still win. And so I think the rest of the league needs to be very scared, um, you know, of what the potential is, you know, for this team to do. Obviously, you know, going undefeated in the playoffs is possible. They're just that good on offense. Um, but I definitely think this will be a sweep, even though, you know, the fans of Boston will be intense. Um, Sam, do you see any way that a team could beat uh, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and uh, Kyrie Irving? Um, uh, not this Celtics team, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, I don't really know who I give a chance to um, beat the Nets, but it's it's going to be have to be a strong defensive team because defense wins championships, and I stand by that. Um, but we'll see as we get further into the playoffs. Yes, time will tell. Uh, they likely would be playing the Bucks in the next round. I think the Bucks are going to hold on. Uh, but, you know, a lot to look forward to. Giannis is a good defender. We'll see what they can do. And uh, the Trailblazers uh, beat the Nuggets in game one by 14 points. The Nuggets fired back uh, to split the series, uh, you know, with a 128-109 win last night on Monday night. And uh, this series, you know, it's Damian Lillard versus Nikola Jokic. You know, who's going to have the better game? And that isn't that exciting to me. You know, I like great team players because it feels like more of a March Madness situation. Um, but, you know, we'll see who can battle it out. It's going to be whoever can just win that matchup. I know they're not playing against each other, but whoever can get hot is just going to win the game for their team. Uh, but moving on to our Sunday games, we got the 76ers outlasting the Wizards, 125-118. Um, you know, this was this was a another one of those, like, the Wizards play well in the second half. They played extremely well, and they still lost because of a strong second half. Tobias Harris played great in this game. Uh, I think this will be a sweep. Maybe Bradley Beal goes off in game three or four or something like that. But, uh, yeah. Sam, if you haven't watched the 76 team yet playing the playoffs, I would definitely watch them. If you love a good defensive team, this is the team for you. Uh, this is the team that you should be uh, paying attention to. And another great, exciting game. I did not get to watch this one because I was watching the PJ Championship. Um, but I saw, you know, I watched extensive highlights of it. The Suns beating the Lakers 99 to 90, winning the first game. Great defense on Anthony Davis. DeAndre Ayton, you know, just completely locked him up. Sam, uh, did you see this happening at all? I did not. Um, like I always say, LeBron's a playoff player, so I thought that we would see a little more, you know. But, I mean, you never know, you know. So. You never know. He's definitely going to come out with a lot of fire uh, in game two, but uh, time will tell. Uh, and I think the game, the best of the game ones, Hawks 109, Knicks 105, the crowd in Madison Square Garden was electric. It lived up to all the hype. Trey Young talking trash to Spike Lee. You know, he has a game winner, a back and forth, defensive battle. And this was just unbelievable. 
um, you know, I think that, you know, this series is going to go to seven games. I mean, these teams are just so well-matched, but they're different, so it makes for some exciting games. And, uh, Sam, i got to ask, did you happen to catch this game at all? I did not. Um, it would have been cool to see, but no, I did not watch it. Shame on you. You better watch game two because this is, you know, this is close to comes. And moving on to a big upset, the Grizzlies upset the Jazz 109-112 in their building. Eight seed, beating on the one seed, best team in the NBA record-wise. John Morant, Dylan Brooks have a great game. Donovan Mitchell did not play, though, because of a late game-time decision that was being criticized pretty heavily. He will be back in game two. And Sam... I talked to, like, the 76ers could be your team, like you said, defense with championships. The Grizzlies, they're on, just these games are going to be on late, but the Grizzlies, they play like a March Madness team. I know you love March Madness, but they play so well together. You know, they really, I mean, John Morant is the best player on the team, but they, they just play, you know, so much together, and they're really well coached. And if you want a March Madness type team to root for in the playoffs, go with the Memphis Grizzlies. I think they're going to lose the next four games, but um, yeah, they're definitely an exciting team to watch. And moving on uh, to the games last night, as I mentioned, you know, the Heat got destroyed by the Bucks, and the uh, Nuggets, you know, get a game back against the Trailblazers uh, tonight. We have uh, the Celtics versus the Nets. That's another great game to watch, Sam. You better watch that one. Lakers versus Suns. That's on ten o'clock. That's at 10 o'clock, Sam. I don't expect you to stay up for that one. And you got the Mavericks against the Clippers. So, you know, a lot of excitement. Um, Sam, looking down the line at all these results, um, which one of these, you know, surprised you the most? And which one would you say, I definitely knew that was going to happen? Um, the one that I thought would happen is the Nets versus the Celtics. So I thought that that would be... Um pure domination which in a sense it was but um and then the one that i thought or the one that surprised me most let's see it's got to be the grizzlies versus the jazz um because from my or from how long i've been seeing basketball uh the grizzlies have been bad and to see them make the playoffs was a shock and then to win a game in the playoffs uh, shocked me even more. And then especially against uh, the best team in the NBA. Yeah, Rudy Gobert, you know, he's doing his thing. You know, they got the sixth man of the year. That's official now, uh, Jordan Clarkson. Um, so that's a loaded team, and I cannot believe the Grizzlies beat them. But a lot of exciting things to look forward to. Um, another big stat I wanted to mention, uh, like I talked about, the um, – the Jazz, the uh, Clippers, the and the Knicks. Like I said, the, all those three teams, they were they had the home game and they lost game one. Uh, so they need to get on it because, like I said, the three twenty one stat you just cannot lose the first two games when you're at home. Um, so a lot of pressure in game two. Uh, but that is going to do it. Uh, Sam, any final thoughts on this uh, NBA playoff situation? Nope. All right, uh, we will be back. Uh, we'll let you know in the coming week uh, with our NBA playoff update. Uh, but that is going to do it for episode number 31 of Carter and Lowry. And uh, you'll hear us sometime in the next week.